0: Are you ready, kids? Hello, everybody, and welcome to Subject High, the only podcast on the internet with a season two in 2020. Featuring the guests who do... That's a lot of that's gonna be a lot of echo. That's gonna be a lot <laughs> of echo. Really. You're gonna need to
1: cut that, let it happen, put the next one, let it happen, then the next one, let it happen.
0: you know what I mean. Like Shut the fuck up, you audio engineer bitch. We're just gonna make the podcast <laughs> shitty.
1: Okay. <laughs> and then just like and then just add like reverb to that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I <won't> do that. <laughs> it's uh, like go
1: back to the shadow realm.
0: Well now we can't cut any of this <laughs> because it's making me laugh uh hi everybody welcome to the podcast i'm hookah 25 a bear and this is the year that it is now in the present year it's not a year sure. in the past when i post this video it's gonna be in the present times uh yeah i'm here with huckleberry blue who you remember from the previous episode from a year ago <laughs>
1: hi
0: I've, I've forgotten how to start these but yeah, yeah
1: no it's okay like you're you're rolling
0: yeah uh it's been a while since I've recorded this, and for literally no reason other than I just got busy with other projects and didn't feel like setting up and managing a uh, uh a big a big like podcast where I have to edit it and also get guests and coordinate times last year was just about quietly working on myself, but this year we're doing it big,
1: Ooh. yeah me too look. Little tiny water bottle open.
0: <laughs> that's really that's really pleasing to the ears. You're you're clearly you're clearly taking better care of yourself because I just opened a fucking cotton candy energy drink.
1: Uh, that is horrendous. What is that?
0: It's actually really good. Well, uh, I'm glad that you enjoy it. <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be candid with the plan did just because that's the way that I'm feeling. Blue and I, uh, after last year when we recorded an episode about all the cool things that we were going to do in that year, and then that year came and went, I want to do an episode where we talk about all the cool things that we actually managed to pull off, both in art and in life and all that jazz, and then we're going to do a different episode so that this episode isn't three hours long where we talk about all the cool shit that we got planned for this year. Yep. Uh, But before we get into that... I promised yeah. uh, in a pre-recording, I was going to talk to Blue, I was going to tell him the anecdote about how I stole a shitload of Chipotle when I was in college.
1: <laughs> and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sneak this in just so that everybody knows exactly the type of game that I'm coming to play with. This was brought on because I asserted the opinion that Chipotle quesadillas are prob- like not probably, but I can almost guarantee that those are the best like fast food chain quesadillas that you can get. For sure, like, hands down. And if you haven't had one and you disagree with me, go try it. I'm positive that you will be pleasantly surprised. Definitely be prepared for some gr- some grease action, but also be prepared for some jam-packed flavor. So, anyways, Hoogaloo, yeah, tell us about your uh, misadventures of
0: Chipotle. This episode's sponsored by Chipotle. No, it's not, but I wish please it was, give and they should.
1: Chipotle, Chipotle. if in some fucking whacked-out universe that this somehow gets to your corporate office, please, please, please give me a gold card. Please give me a Chipotle <laughs> gold card so that I may obtain Chipotle of any time of my choosing. I beg of you, please, it is my life's goal. Thank you. Is that a real thing? That is a real thing. That is 100% a real thing. Like There are DJ friends that know other dj friends that have chipotle gold cards because they like talked about them at a show or, like, just always tweet about eating Chipotle. And so, yeah, Chipotle will just h- hook you up with a Chipotle gold card where it's like once a day, you can literally just go and get free Chipotle or something. Like, like and it's like for the year, like, they, they hit you with it January 1 and then say, hey, your New Year's resolution is no longer going to the gym. It is now hitting Chipotle as many times as you possibly can before the next New Year. And then you may or may not go and lose your chipotle gold card if you don't yeah it's like a thing it's like a real thing you can look this up I want one so fucking bad I swear to god I will I don't know what I have to do if I have to animate the fox eating a fuck ton of chipotle I'm gonna do it just give me that fucking gold card I am jonesin please
0: <laughs> next next thing that you animate has gotta be uh you've, you've got to you got to finish it and then you got to put out an edited version where you just like put it in a video editing software and replace any characters that get eaten with a big chipotle burrito
1: yeah, I, yeah exactly no just <laughs> fucking, like just you imagine just like literally like fucking like photoshop like CGIing like in like burritos and, like just like real like 3d like renders the that, Chipotle that, burritos running around.
0: That happened with that that cartoon that they they tried to do like in 2015. That Gen Z cartoon that got all that backlash. Hmm. Uh It was what? It was a it was an attempted cartoon. I think it was on Kickstarter. Or maybe it was just a pilot that got made that was supposed to deal with like it was going to be a cartoon for like Gen Generation Z and it was called Gen Z and it looked fine. People hated on it because there was a character that was trans and the animation was not the best, but. Uh, after they got some backlash, they did a really hilarious joke where they put out a version of the trailer, or the or the first episode, maybe, where they edited out all of the, the dialogue, and they replaced it with dialogue about Doritos. <laughs>
1: what? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, there's just so much that was thrown at me. I don't, I have never heard of this at all. Like, this has been completely off, whether the fuck you're talking about has been completely off my fucking radar. And it blows my mind because normally I have my ear to the ground with shit like this. What channel is trying to put it out?
0: Uh I have no idea, but I can I'm gonna send you I'm gonna send you the uh I'm gonna send you the, the, the little promo art right now, and maybe this'll jog some jog some bells. It's like a one hundred okay. by fifty image. Yeah, I was gonna say,
1: please tell me why this fucking promo poster that you sent is for ants. <laughs> it's from IMDB. What the hell?
0: Uh but yeah, it basically just got harassed to shit because people didn't like fuck? it. It was not good or cool, but I did laugh when they when they took the piss and they rolled with it and they're like, Fine, you don't want a show that deals with real issues? Well how about a Doritos commercial? <laughs> a and Doritos basically commercial. we have to start doing that with fetish material in honor of Jed zed who I'm oh, very my sorry God. That, your, that your post got your your post got screwed up. I'm sorry. Oh no, it's okay. Uh, but, I, I, when I was in college, I didn't have any money, and I still don't have much money, but I at least have enough money to pay for food consistently, but I used yeah. to have a really late class, and I don't even remember what class it was, because it sucked. Uh, I didn't like school. <laughs> That's I,
1: fair, I'm, ooh, I'll get into it later, but, <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, you're, you're doing school right now, which is cool. I'm doing school
1: <laughs> right the fuck now, and no, I wish I wasn't, but... <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah. tell me uh, about your, like, why I, I,
0: past. I, I calculated that it took, like, 25 minutes for me to walk from this classroom to the Chipotle when the class ended. Uh, and I'm like, you know what? That's enough. I can walk there and then walk home. It's it's close enough. I'm fine with that. But uh, when I did that the first time, Chipotle's menu used to let you order ahead online. And then yeah. uh, you could choose to pay with cash when you showed up. Which I did, because mm-hmm. I didn't want to put my credit card in, in the class that I was sitting there supposed to be learning, but I was busy making burrito monstrosities.
1: You coward. I fucking would do that shit all the time. I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, I'm buying stuff. Fuck, your, mind your business. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, the last thing that I want is for the teacher to be like, all right, give me your credit card. You can have this back after class. And after I get those funny numbers on the back.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, uh, yeah, teach, you want to fucking like class three felony i don't fucking know what the fuck like but you don't know, like what? <laughs> i'd be like uh yeah nobody i'm not giving you my fucking credit card i'm a goddamned
0: adult <laughs> let me order my let me or let me order my chipotle
1: what the fuck <laughs> anyways i'm so sorry Continue. No,
0: I, I would just show up there and the first time that i did it it was like insanely busy there was like a line going outside because it was chipotle in a high in ohio in a college that was 99% white people, so there was a lot of fans of Chipotle. (laughs) For sure. Uh, And I just, like, remember standing in the line for online orders, which was significantly shorter, but, like, after 15 minutes in the line not moving, they just took a bunch of burritos out and were like, okay, who had this one? Just take it, just go. (laughs) Oh, my God. As well as, occasionally, giving the burritos away, assuming that everyone had already paid online, and also including a free gift card for, like... One free burrito. Nice! (laughs) So I was technically getting two burritos for the price of none.
1: Oh my god. That is
0: insane. So did that happen once? That happened several times. Jesus fuck! To the point where I forget what that class was like, but I do remember setting up intentionally larger and larger orders to see how much I could get away with. I was like oh my
1: god you gotta yeah. you gotta sniff of that poison and you're like ooh yeah. but the, how much can I can yeah, I there, get oh fuck there's,
0: there's a grift to be graft and boy there's did a I graft
1: gr- <laughs> and boy did you done be graftin <laughs> holy fuck uh, That is
0: it, nuts. It, I eventually stopped doing it because not only did Chipotle realize that this was a glaring flaw in their system and they're like hey you gotta pay for your food before we give it to you
1: <laughs> Oh my god. But also the yeah. people there
0: started recognizing me. They're like, Hey, aren't you the guy who shows up only at the dinner rush, squeezes yourself into the middle of the line to make it look like you've been waiting longer and then leaves with an arm full of four burritos? <laughs> and you're of course like, No <laughs> I'm like, no, that's not me, I'm the cool guy who always pays for his food.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just fucking random, like just it's like a superhero name, like but really shitty. Just and there's the guy that always pays for his food and like
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's a he's a he's a pillar of society. He's a state. He's a pillar
1: of society. Oh we, my god.
0: Uh but anyway, that's Go ahead and try that's Chipotle's not- plant based chorizo. It's pretty good. Okay. <laughs> this is this is the official unofficial chipotle advertisement to try and get Jesus. blue a gold card and i assume that i'm going to gold get card i'm going to get some chipotle branded caltrips put under the back tires of my car for announcing that i've taken like 50 dollars worth of free burrito
1: oh my god see that's funny because i also i also have a chipotle ordering online story but it's not as devious as you
0: there's there's a lack of devious licks to be found?
1: There's a lack of... Th- no, there's... Th- there, okay, let me just run this down. So I used to work at the mall, okay? I used to work at an Adidas store in California. And the the thing about working there is that they only really schedule you for, like i forget i forget if it's a max of six or four and a half hours but they're all like really short shifts and it's specifically so that they don't have to give you like a legit lunch like they're they reserve like all of the longer shifts for like management and shit it's
0: very cool so
1: yeah super cool like you know honestly like not getting a lunch was fine because i was only there like for four and a half to five hours max ever but, um, I would get hungry, <laughs> so, like, they would give us a 10. They would, I think they would give us, like, two 10s. Um, so, on one of, like, I think it was, like, one of my last, like, 10-minute breaks one day, I was like, hey, can I go to the bathroom, like, right before I took it? And they are like, yeah, sure, go ahead. And so, fucking, i go, and, like, in the bathroom, I would, like, put in an online Chipotle order, like, hey, hit me with that fucking nasty... I'm gonna be I'm gonna be there in five and then I would come back and I'd be like, Okay, I'm gonna go take my ten now actually like and they're like, Okay for sure, go ahead. And so I would walk to the Chipotle in the food court, grab my burrito, cause now it's hot, fresh and ready And on my way back, I would start eating the burrito. (laughs) And like I, like, because I would only have 10 minutes. I shit you not, it was only enough time for me to walk to the Chipotle, start eating it, and then literally as I'm, like, walking back into the store to clock in, I'm, like, shoving this fucking burrito down my face and then just, like, clocking back in and being like... Mm-hmm. Oh, it was cool. Like you like just going back out on all the sales floor. <laughs> that was all I had time for, and I thought nothing of it. I was just hungry. I was like, "Fuck it, I got enough time to eat this fucking burrito." and so fucking then it started to get around that I was doing this and like it didn't occur to me that I had become a legend amongst the store until like I I walked in like with half of a burrito and one of the people that worked at the store was like oh see I told you look see he's coming back with the burrito watch that shit's gonna be gone in like 30 seconds watch him watch him (laughs) fucking watch him and like so like now there's like like fucking three to four other employees that are following me to the back and I'm like no get out of the I'm trying to fucking clock in. And they're like, dude, you're fucking nuts. What the hell are you doing? And like, they're like, and so like, as I'm like shoving the rest of the burrito like into my mouth, they're like, yo, what the fuck? Like, and, like, just, like, they're like you ate that shit in like five minutes. And I'm like, mm-hmm. And like, <laughs> group, you're a beast. And I'm like, you just... insane and that was just a thing like it was the best fucking day ever (laughs) just just i will never forget i felt like some kind of fucking like rare animal getting seen like via the fucking like disney serengeti tour from a fucking truck where they're look at him look at him watch him eat that fucking burrito look no just watch him fucking watch him go look at him and i'm like don't look at me don't perceive me (laughs) i'm just trying to i'm trying mind your business i'm trying to eat my goddamn
0: chipotle Uh, That has the same exact energy as that meme Of like the dude who laid down on the ground And his friends all freaked out they're like oh my god Travis laid down on the ground He's a fucking massive legend
1: Oh my god yeah (laughs) He's a massive legend Oh my god But yeah Yeah. so Yeah so now that we have exchanged uh, (laughs) Chipotle uh, stories for 15 minutes Um Let's talk about some shit dude Like let's talk about this year let's talk about what we talked about before and how that contrasts to yeah. now because I'm uh, sure that there's a lot
0: let's let's feed off of your Chipotle story about feeding off of Chipotle and talk about you uh, because it seems like a natural next step after you revealing that you secretly eat like a fetish comic character in real life <laughs> You throw your head back like a bird and just horf that whole burrito just down wharf. in twenty
1: seconds. Oh my god, dude! It's just yeah.
0: You look yeah. like Patrick with that whole Krabby Patty in his mouth. <laughs> can you eat a Krabby Double Deluxe in one bite? <laughs> can you do, can you eat a double stuffed Chipotle burrito in one break? <laughs> just one break. Oh my god! But yeah, know uh, yeah.
1: ask ask away by all means. I'm because I'm very curious as to what you're in the dark about. Because uh, I've kind of been off the grid a bit. I did a shitload last year. You I did? did. You uh, fucking did. You're kind of an animal, like uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> it was. Uh, but I wanna. I don't wanna talk about just my achievements. Instead, I wanna your ask achievements. you. I I got the. I've already got the little the little dealies floating around in my vision from from laughing too hard at your Chipotle. Uh, but no, oh my god. your animation stuff. I think I caught a couple streams that you did just over the course of the year. Yeah, how's progress on that been? How has that project changed since last <sighs> we discussed it? Okay. I, think I think it's significantly different. If I recall,
1: it is fucking different, dude. Oh my god, the la- I like I I gave the the podcast listen that like the last one that we did and mm-hmm. hearing okay one thing so i don't really need to worry about that podcast misleading people too much because like the part where i was talking about that was what ended up getting cut when my audio went fucky <laughs> i love when i shit you not like you had me which is hilarious because you had me on that podcast to talk about that fucking animation And I find it insanely ironic that the that the part where I talk about the upcoming animation is where that shit cuts, and you you give the little sample of me going "Uh, uh, uh, like, and then I'm just like, and then I come back in, and it's literally me telling the very end of the story idea. (laughs) And I was like, and then he's like, and then they all kissed, and then like, then that's where it like continues. Um, But yeah, no. So essentially. What I spoke about, just to kind of like recap it, because it wasn't it wasn't talked about. The original idea was to turn like a hungry hungry fox four into like chubby bunny one, by essentially like basically like taking another one of my OCs, Chip, and throwing him into the universe um, of hungry fox, and then essentially having him lead his bunny friends back to the fox to get eaten all for it to end in the fox getting eaten by Chip the bunny and, like, to basically start, like, a a new thing. Um, I ended up not going with that because I ended up uh, coming up with a better idea, essentially. And um, the way that came about was not long after we had recorded that podcast, maybe, like, a month and a half after, um, there was this dude that wanted to commission me and he was a really cool dude. Um, he he was like, Yo, I literally want you to make me something akin to like your hungry fox videos, like just let me like put in the characters that I want and then like you just like go nuts and do your thing and I will finance the whole thing. And I was like, Holy fuck, this is nuts. Jesus. And yeah, it was like oh um, like it was like crazy, crazy daunting. Because he was like, Yeah, like I am like literally asking for like a two minute minimum animation. And he's like, I am very prepared to pay for it. And I'm like, Holy fuck, you're nuts. The only caveat was that he kind of had a baseline idea, but he, it was like, he was like, I, I want it to be like as malle- malleable as possible. Like, if you want to come up with some other stuff, please, like, I am encouraging that. Like, I am not like a good idea person. Like, I have like the base idea of like what I want. You know, just, you know, and like essentially he, he wanted um, one of the character, he wanted some like Paper Mario character from like one of the newer games and I like got really uncomfortable because, like at first, because I like really couldn't confirm like her canon age. So I was like, hey, buddy, can we not? And then they were like, yeah, no, sure. Like, who else would you want to do? Like, would you be comfortable doing Vivian from Thousand Year Door? And I'm like, yeah, I can do that for sure. Like, let me, let me try coming up with some stuff. Um, and so I tried drawing Vivian a couple times, trying to, like, kind of get in the motions of it. And then meanwhile, while I was doing that, I kind of took his idea and was like, okay, like, You know, what if, you know, Vivian was, like, at a pizza parlor, and then the toads were, like, essentially, like, feeding her pizza, but then she starts eating the toads. Okay. And he was like, oh, shit, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, I'd love to go with that. I'd love to go with that. And then I just kind of started going off. And he was talking about how he was like, yeah, like, I want, like, as many toads as you can. You're comfortable animating. It's like, if we can do, like, you know, like seven, you know, let's let's do it. If we could do, like, eight. I'll go, like, fuck yeah, dude, let's, like, I want her eating eight toads. Like, this is gonna be great. And I'm like, I'm all for it. Like, I'm like, hell yeah, like, I've been wanting to push my... Uh, Like I've been wanting to push into like the vast numbers of like multi-prey with like animation for like a while. And this was like a good like way to
0: do it. I thought you were going to say 70 for a second.
1: Yeah, 70. I want you, I want her eating 70 toads. I'm like, and fucking, (laughs) no. Like Like a
0: voice acting would be hellish.
1: Yeah, just just like that 70 times up the reverb, muffle it. Like, just... Um, no, but so, so like I kept kind of coming up with these ideas and there's like a couple story beats that like we were kind of coming up with together and then like, like, I I can't remember exactly what happened, but it was just like, it kind of got to this point where like I just wasn't, like, super comfortable with it. I wasn't drawing Vivian very well. I had, like, no practice drawing this character. The toads were easy enough, but, like, I didn't really want to draw toads. I wasn't really feeling the characters. And, like, there were so many times during the process where I was like, fuck, I literally just wish I was doing, like, my fox eating bunnies. And so it was probably, like, maybe, like, a week later that I, I ended up, like, calling off the commission and, like, being like, hey, buddy, like, you know, I, I really, really appreciate you doing this. Um, It's just, it's it's not gonna happen. Because, um, oh yeah, because I remember, because I was like, I was like, yeah, like, you know, I, w- I, I think the last straw for me was essentially, I asked him, I was like, hey dude, like, I'm kind of really struggling to draw Vivian, which is so dumb. It just shows my like, my, my uh, weaknesses as an artist. I just can't draw like characters that I'm just not comfortable drawing. Like, like not for non-furry characters that I can make cute. Um and so I was like, "Hey, do you have any furry characters that you'd be interested in slotting into the Vivian slot at all?" And he was like, "No, basically the reason like, you know, like part of the reason why I'm having you, like I'm I'm commissioning you to do this is because it's like I like your animations, like I like your fox animations, but I'd like them better if they weren't furry." And I was like, <laughs> yeah. "Oh. Okay, which is like, okay, that's fair, you're entitled to your opinions. I am like Like at, at first I was kind of miffed about it, but it's like, you know what, dude, do you, I get it, you like what you like, and you like my stuff for what it is. I I can't I can't really like fault that I'm going to kind of sift through and find the compliment there, you know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna take offense to it. But at the same time I'll and I've gotten comments like that, and they do sting a little bit, but it's like whatever uh like it is it is what it is you know but at that point i was like hey man if if that's the case i i i feel you but like i'm not i'm not trying to like like i'm not trying to do vivian or toads i'm just going to i'm just going to work on this on my own um and <laughs> oh man i am so glad i did and we'll get into why as we talk about the the process that this animation has been 'Cause like I basically took that that idea of like, you know, predator in an eating establishment eating like several prey and basically just kind of bumped it up to eleven. So like I took that and I was like, okay, like instead of like seven or eight, I'm gonna bump it up to ten. I wanna do ten bunnies, and I'm gonna put the fox into in the in the driver's seat. And I'm like I'm like, hell yeah, I'm about this. Let's go. And instead of like a pizza parlor, I had it be like a buffet right so that was that was like another big change that i made from from that idea and uh initially the the bunnies were going to be workers at the buffet like the the initial idea was like uh instead of like them like feeding the fox like the fox being a customer it was like oh the fox comes like after they close and they're like cleaning up, and like oh, like part of their cleanup crew regimen is that they have to eat the leftover food, and I'm like, <laughs> like I, I, I that was like the initial thought, and then I was like, that's kind of stupid. <laughs> like I don't like that, and so essentially I took them out of the customer role and turned them into like a gang of burglars that raid food establishments and so now they're like they're burglarizing this buffet and now they've broken in and they're really fatty and there's no one else like there's no customers there's no anything there's no employees in the buffet it's literally just this gang of bunnies that have like busted in and have now gorged themselves silly and now like then i was like okay and then then the fox shows up and goes to town essentially like that was that was like the idea like that that was the aha moment i was like okay cool i have my setting i have my cast now i just have to go and like figure out like the story beats and like the rest of this and like how this is going to connect to the rest of the the hungry fox lore yeah, or the whatever the
0: cinematic canon
1: the cinematic universe yeah <laughs> and so so yeah so that is that is kind of what Sorry, there's, like, more I can touch on. There's more details that I can go in on. But, like, that is, like, the basic gist of, like, how it went from the initial idea that I talked about last time to, like, where it is now, essentially. Okay. Yeah.
0: All right. That's that's interesting. It's always it's always curious to see, like, how ideas like that sort of manifest and change over yeah. time. Because Lord knows yeah. I've, we've all been in those situations as creative types where, like, you start a project and then it, it changes over time into it metamorphosizes into something that maybe you don't even recognize from the original idea exactly that's super duper cool uh i have seen i've seen some of the progress there and i think that it's the the improvements that you've you've brought to your style have already been made apparent even in the the brief glimpses of streams that i've caught
1: oh thank you i appreciate that holy shit like it's always a good feeling to like look back at like my like my older frames and be like, Huh, I draw better than that now. That's that's cool.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's one of the <laughs> best feelings of an as an artist is when you look back at your old stuff and you're like, God I was shit. Why did I even continue? I'm so awesome. God I was <laughs> <God>, oh, shit. <laughs> Maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm harsh on myself.
1: <laughs> oh no. I, I am like okay, it's it's that's another thing that's kind of been um kind of like odd with this this process is that like i i've I've done a lot of like growth with like like as like an artist and like also kind of discovered like what like art means to me i guess like it's it's kind of weird like i guess what I'm trying to say is like i I could be harder on myself than I am if that makes sense like i i I have other art friends and they are so insanely harsh on themselves and i get it um and i get that too like there are sometimes where like i get sad cuz i'm like oh i want to draw that thing or i want to draw this pose and i like just can't and i get you know sad <laughs> of course but it's it, this is this isn't like a thing where like if i don't do this then who am i type of scenario like i think and i think that that's afforded to me because i've had such an extensive run with music and with college and with all of these other mediums. Like it just, it brings a sense of clarity to art that I don't think a lot of people can have even begun to glean in a way where it's like, you know, I like, I'll have like conversations with this, this one friend and like, we've had issues where it's like, Oh, like, you know, like, how how did your thing blow up, essentially, when, you know, I, I'm struggling to to even get this much? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know why. But all I know is that, like, this, to me, isn't a, a place to be like, oh, like, I need to prove myself. This is essentially my escape. Like, I've faced so much, like, criticism and you know, hardships and strife with music and with college and with trying to kind of stand on my own two feet as an adult in this world, in this time, that when I think about making art and when I think about animating, the last thing on my mind is the numbers. The last thing on my mind is the followers. The last thing on my mind is the money to be made. Like, essentially, my goal is and has always been just make something that i can enjoy myself make something that would have given me butterflies like when i was first discovering this you know what i mean like those are my goals my goals are not the numbers and i know that that's difficult when this is kind of the one your one gear like this is what you're grinding oh, yeah. but i th- i think it's because i have you know these like other horizons that i've I've seen and I've reached and I've like gone for that. I look at like, <laughs> I look at vor art and I'm like, well, this is just a place to have fun. This is, this is my escape. This is what I do to relax. This is what I do to kind of connect with this side of me that I have to hide all the fucking time. And I think it's because of that context that it just makes all of those negative, like self-depreciative feelings about my art go away Because at the end of the day, it's like if I never succeed as an animator, like if I never make another dollar again, if nobody else ever follows or likes what I do, that's okay. Because at the end of the day, those are not my goals. My goals are very much internal. Like, I appreciate the praise, I appreciate all the people that are like watching me and like wanting me to succeed and like, you know, cheering on my work. But like, I don't make this shit for you, I make this shit for me and i think that that's important ultimately yeah. it's
0: yeah. it's important and it's especially difficult to to understand uh i'm going to i'm going to sort of springboard off of that into i had a similar realization or had to come to a similar realization but like even even less about metrics and about numbers uh and i want to give a shout out uh this is this is something that helped me personally and is definitely worth checking out. There is a, a musical artist that has been sort of, uh, people who are close to me have heard me ramble about this at ad infinitum, but I keep rediscovering her work accidentally. Mm. Oh like my I God. Because I don't, I don't have Spotify pro and I'm not smart enough or good enough at learning music to like pay attention to mainstream artists. So I use SoundCloud and I just find other outcasts and weirdos like me who like making music that they like.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Uh, exactly.
0: And I bet if she ever listens to this, which please don't, please don't listen to it. uh, (laughs) But if she does, uh, Jamie Page is the the artist's name. uh, And she... Uh, I
1: think I remember you talking about her, yeah. Yeah.
0: She took, like, a four-year hiatus after her previous album, Autumn Every Day, uh, where she would just occasionally post, like, one thing, or a couple things, like just a, a single or a little EP... Uh, which, tell me after the show what EP stands for, because I'm too scared to look it up or admit to anyone, especially a podcast with dozens, maybe even five <laughs> listeners, that I don't know what it means. Uh, uh,
1: it's an extended play.
0: Oh, okay. That's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the, the uh, she, she just completely vanished until, like, one point last year, early in the year, when some other artist uploaded a song that Jamie had made about a dream that she had where a girl asked her to go to Walmart to buy some Walmart stuff. And I was yeah. like, whoa, Jamie Page is still around and is still making things. And that fucking Walmart song was my second most listened to song that year. Oh my god, yeah, absolutely. fucking. Uh but then towards I can I should probably check the exact date. But she came out with an album called Bittersweet that uh sort of deals with a lot and it it covers a lot of ground but mostly it's a sort of an anthem about rediscovering the passions that one has for creating art specifically that burnout of like trying and trying and thinking you have to constantly be productive and be perceived and
1: always yeah. striving
0: for greater heights until the point where you just run yourself ragged yep exactly. and that happened to me in October, or rather, specifically at the end of October, uh, for for the the uninitiated, I during every every year for like the past four years, I've done the Vortober thing where you draw a new thing every single day. Um, yeah, and I had I had this grand plan that I hatched more or less at the end of September when I had some family visiting, so I had very very limited free time. But I was like, I want to make a little game, just a little a little like top-down little game it would be fun and silly and people could enjoy it and it would help expand my programming skills and it would help get me into an art mood uh and no one's going to see it coming because i'm going to continue to upload daily drawings doing the challenge properly uh and so i got i got a little bit of a head start on the challenge which is not how it's supposed to be done but i was working on a little game project the whole time um and specifically, I, I commissioned some friends and did some art trades with some people in order to supplement that that experience. Uh, and I even bought a big adoptable, and I had so many huge, massive plans for what I was gonna do from it. From uh, from uh, Monster Grotto on Twitter, who was easily yeah. one of my favorite artists. But after after I had finished it, after I had finished all of this, I, I watched myself. I or rather I caught myself. I, I was pretty much exclusively working on this all the time, and the times when I wasn't working on it, I was actually working and going to work. And I would like bring a separate laptop to the office so that I could code on my lunch breaks or any time anyone wasn't working. Um, and the stress got to me so much that I, I just like I began finding solace only in those those metrics that I could produce. It was, and I got I got very very little. Because my content wasn't engaging. Because if you just focus on pumping out as much shit as possible, it's going to not look as good as something that you take yep. your time on and something that you feel genuinely passionate about. And that's that's the yeah. point of challenges, like, draw this every day. It's not to make a, a new masterpiece every time. It's like an endurance thing. It's to get yourself in an appropriate yeah. mind space. But I have been in that mind space for, like, two years. I basically draw every single day, even if I don't post it or don't finish it, but I usually do. Um... Yeah. And at the end of it, I I was like, it's going to be fine. It doesn't matter that nobody cares about these characters that I thought were fun. It doesn't matter that the most popular stuff that I'm posting is the things that I've commissioned uh, people to do. It doesn't matter that some of the commissions that I've gotten have turned out a little bit lackluster. That's fine. It's all going to be fine once I finish this game and everyone plays it and everybody loves it and everyone's going to love me and it's all going to be worth it. And I post the game and people did play it and enjoy it for what it was. It was very small scale. And I remember, I don't think I slept for the last two days of October, just getting it ready. Nice. Um, and just at the end of it, I posted it to a resounding meh and I was like (sighs) completely shattered. And it wasn't that like, I didn't get a public appreciation. It was specifically that my friends didn't care. And saying that is a little bit harsh. Like obviously they care, but you know,
1: yeah, but it's like, it's never going to, like, because when you when you stoke that flame in your head and you're like, oh, fuck, I've worked this hard on this, this needs to bang. Like, you're, you're like, it's fucking poison. You're like, there's no, there's never going to be a reaction that your friends can give you that is going to be enough, like, straight up. Yeah. You know, and it's like, and again, like, it's, it's, like, it's insane, like, I, I'm i working on this thing right now, and I've, like, literally been working on this shit since fucking July, like, like, I, I scrapped an old project and, like, essentially, like, restarted, like, in July, after, like, I was like, okay, I have the idea written down, I know what I want to do, I know at least how I want to start it, let's fucking go. And then that's when I started, like, literally, like, July first is like I was like, okay, I'm putting fucking pen to paper on this. And it's like like literally this past weekend, like just trying to fit working on this around my school schedule. I am now on the last scene. Like I've put in more hours into this fucking animation than I have like probably anything else that I've ever worked on in my fucking life. And like I have to divorce that hard work from the fact that like, oh I really hope my friends like this. I really hope I, this like gets the fucking reactions that I want it to because if I go in with any sort of expectation whatsoever aside from just a resounding meh or just my own satisfaction then I've already lost because no matter what happens it's there's always going to be some underlying disappointment there's always going to be some fucking milestone hit And then it it fucking happens all the time where you hit that milestone and then you move the goalposts for yourself and then you're like, ooh, I got so many likes, but what if I got this many now? Because I hit this so much faster. And then you keep doing that as it keeps hitting those goalposts instead of enjoying the goalposts that it hit. And now whatever goalposts you moved it to, it's like, oh, I, I wasn't able to hit that. And so it's like I have friends who are like, oh it didn't hit 5,000 likes or something on Twitter like or like I am I, not able to keep up with these artists that are this young or these artists that have been doing it for this long or my the artists that are, sh- I, that are at my level or I feel that are at my level and it's like just so much comparison so much expectation and it just sucks the damn soul out of you where it, it doesn't matter what your shit does at that point because you have this completely manufactured idea of how your stuff should be doing versus the reality that hey, sometimes the algorithm do be shitty though, and you just kinda have to fucking wait on it, and then it'll it'll kind of pick up Steam a few months later, or just take solace in the fact that people did enjoy it.
0: Oh yeah. The the thing that was the kicker of all of this is I probably I probably could have put more effort into that game project if it were not for the fact that I got approached by somebody relatively midway through i got approached by a couple people and they're like hey are you open for animation commissions right now and i'm like i'm, I'm riding high i'm i'm i'm, I'm, I'm huffing yeah. the fumes of like incredible produ- productivity and all these big plans in my head and i'm like sure i could take on a little extra work i'm ahead of schedule uh and i wound up doing what was at the time my biggest animation yet for the 30th day of october uh, and go check that one out. I still think that's genuinely good. I played with, like, different camera angles. I played with Hell different yeah. scenes and shots. I, I think it came out really, really good for being something I made in four days.
1: Which one was Which one was that one again?
0: Uh, the Zoroark one with the Pokeballs.
1: Yes! That one is fucking dope. I, I, I endorse that one. I mean, I endorse everything
0: you do. But that <laughs> one
1: especially was super fucking good.
0: Uh, I, I, I'm very pleased with how it came out, especially for the time frame. Uh, but, like that that should have been a key to me that I was like I was I was fucking banging my head against the wall with programming for two entire days, just trying to get these little systems working uh, this this patchwork framework that I had built off of different tutorials that didn't coincide with one another. Uh, and I think that the art that I made for that Halloween game is dope. I think that I really learned a lot about pixel stuff and it was incredibly fun to work on and sort of play with. Uh, I do not regret doing it. But, like, I, I still I still remember being, like, if I'm not enjoying art right now and my friends don't even bother to, like, play it, then all I have are the strangers on the internet who appreciate my stuff. Uh, and that's fine. Like, having an audience is something that is good. And I appreciate everyone who's ever liked, shared, even commented, just looked at my stuff in general. Yeah. It's genuinely insane to me that that is even a thing that can happen. But yep. you you sit there and you look at all the effort that you've poured into something, and in the moment it is impossible to think about the the gains that you've made, the the strives. It's just it, it's not even that it didn't perform well. I was heartbroken that nobody <laughs> cared enough to even look at it. Mm, okay. And that's yeah. that's gonna be harsh especially like if, if you're if you're listening to this and you're like oh my god is he talking about me I'm not talking about anyone I had this I had this mixed expectation in my head that people would still give a shit about me posting when I'd been posting for 31 days straight there's no novelty in yeah. it the passion was all gone and people had already seen what I had to offer and so I stopped myself I took a step back I took some time uh and just kind of like wallowed in sadness for a bit. Until I was able to sort of pull myself back up on my feet and be like, okay, if I'm not making this for my friends and making it for myself is only stressful, and I've gotten to the point where my audience is, I I have learned the lesson that likes and clicks on Twitter is not a substitute for personal fulfillment, then what am I doing this for? And I don't think I have an answer. Uh, (laughs) I just know that I like to draw and I like to make things. And I like to make new things. I like to learn new things and one of the things that I want to do this year is I want to make a game where I don't have to program anything cuz I don't think I like programming.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I like I learning about just... it
0: and getting better, but like I don't want to I want to make a specifically I want to make a safe for work game that I can just like sell on itch.io just for fun. I got a fun little idea, but I'm not going to talk about that here. I got some I got yep. some friends who can help me with the programming side of things. Hell yeah! Uh, but the last year, I did three games, two small scale, well, one smallest scale, and then the I spent three months working on the desktop poly, four months working on desktop poly, and that was a mistake. <laughs> uh, I took I think God, I don't even know how many how many commission slots I took. It was an it was a genuinely insane number, and that. That came with its own emotional turmoil that I'm still not sure how to process, and I'm going to talk about yeah. it in the very, very loosest of terms, not naming any names, not naming anyone in specific, because I think this is something that online artists in particular don't need to be aware of because it happens rarely, but like, I have been crippled with guilt over it is one of the people who bought a commission slot for Desktop Poly passed away. Okay. The, for for the folks who know, I did not I did not know this individual well, but they were incredibly kind to me, they were incredibly supportive, and I feel like there there is a considerable loss there. Uh, and the last yeah. thing that I remember happening is when I was getting ready to post this game, I had finished their part, I had sent them a few messages being like, hey, if you approve this, we can get this put in, yada yada, all that good stuff. Uh, and then I got a message from one of their friends being like, have you seen this person around? We haven't been able to talk to them in weeks. And my my heart just sank. Oh my god. And I had to grapple with the idea of, is it more or less respectful to include this person's fursona in fetish porn post-mortem? Despite the fact that they paid for it and approved it, is this something I should do? (sighs) And in the end, I decided no.
1: Oh, dude. Uh, And I'm bringing it Incredibly it is
0: rough i I still don't know if that was the right choice or not because I think to myself, like if I died tomorrow with a big project that I was excited for and wanted to be involved in waiting in the wings, would I still want that small space of legacy involved like is as a silly and like sort of out of left field as that is to consider
1: yeah ah oh, shit i I think like in a weird way that's kind of not your call to make and i think you did the right thing. Yeah. Or rather maybe not maybe the right thing's not the right way to put it but more so like the safest thing. Yeah. Because it's like to yeah, to not include like i mean it's the work is done the work is there if there's like you know like like if anybody asks or if like some like you know friend Reaches out or something like I don't know Like maybe you can give them like a download to a a Version of the game with that character in it or Something if it came to that But but yeah I think I think just kind of Yeah not Not including them in this Thing It's 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 kind of like the Neutral response right it's not like You know Like I don't think either Choice is particularly Disrespectful but it is kind of the one where it's like, okay, like, I don't really know how to parse this, so we're just going to do this. Like, I, I yeah. yeah. Um, Oh, man, that is, that is heavy. I am so sorry.
0: <laughs> it's, it's okay. But that was just, that was like one of those compounding things. Last year, I had to yeah. confront a lot of personal thoughts about not just like, is my art good? Is my art this or that? But like, am I equipped Mentally, emotionally, to deal with the potential of this happening again. What do I do if it happens to me?
1: (coughs) Yep, exactly. (laughs) No, I fucking super feel that. I'm like, oh my god. God forbid I die tomorrow and then my family comes and collects my things and starts logging into my accounts and then they start seeing this, like, literally, like, completely other life that I have just been living the entire time. Like, I think I said it on an earlier podcast, like, my, par- my my family has no idea that I draw, has no idea that I animate. Like, they are completely in the dark about a, like, a whole half of my life that is growing more and more influential as to who I am as a person by the day. Like, I remember, like, maybe, like, five years ago, I had a cold, like cold, hard, fast rule, do not interact with anybody on this account, and I wouldn't. I would mm. like things. I would reblog. I would, we're talking about Tumblr days here. I would like do all that shit, but I would not interact with anybody. And then slowly but surely, people started to pick through the cracks because they were like, hey, we want to get to know the person behind the blue character. And namely, like, namely, Ruby was <laughs> like, like Ruby and, um, uh, Starry or Volin." um, were, like, the the two people that really, like, broke down my walls on this account. Because I remember uh, meeting Ruby, and then Ruby introduced me to you, and then those were, like, kind of, like, you know, that was, like, one side, that was one friend group that I would hang out with. And then Starry introduced me to Flip, which was another one of our friends. And so, like, those were, like, the two friend groups that I would have and, like, speak with on this account, but it was, like, exclusively you guys and then from there it's kind of turned into this whole thing and it kind of exploded out of me moving out to go to college here. And I was able to kind of like like for some reason the stars just aligned where it was like, okay, cool. Now I'm in a space where I can actually like be on this account on my main computer, you know, create things, put them out, talk to people, meet new people, run Discords create content like all this shit just started happening and now it's gotten to this point where like i would call my music account like my main account and this like my site account it's gotten to the point where like that's just another alt for me that i like never touch like i have literally just completely like not completely abandoned but like i I've, i've not been on twitter like the um oh my god like for example like the discord account situation like the the i just got hacked a few weeks ago and like this account, the, the hacker that got, in, that got access to my account did fuck tons of damage. Like he maybe messaged like over 100 people via my account and like 10 plus people at this point that I'm aware of got their account compromised via my account. But on my quote unquote main, he maybe like messaged 30 people and like maybe like four of them replied. And like nobody got their account compromised on that account because I just don't fucking talk to people on that account. I have like my my set IRL friends with my you know you know my brother on that account, and those are like my ride or die. Like I will always like go to that account for them. But by and large, like all of my friends, my entire life is on here. I am essentially blue entirely now. Like there is no second life, <laughs> like, like like to to. Sister, sister, fucking shit anymore. You know, like, just, yeah. like, so, like, I don't know. Uh fucking, oh God, I can't, I'm so sorry. I, like, just tangent the hell. I, like, I forgot the original point, but, like, basically, like, um, wait, help me out. What was I talking about? <laughs> like, I'm fucking having a, geriatric moment here i'll, I'll be real um,
0: i completely lost it when you did the sister sister thing it's like my brain hard reset <laughs> i did
1: too i knew i shouldn't have done that that was like <laughs> what completely derailed me i was trying to think of like a fucking like you know for me oh my fucking god i just remembered okay. I remembered.
0: we were talking about if i died tomorrow
1: like in my fucking family <laughs> fuck <laughs> all right we're,
0: we're still cutting that part out but we, go ahead continue the yeah plot.
1: shit Yeah, so if I die tomorrow and my entire family just decides to like go into my shit and find out that I lived this whole second life and I drew and I had this Patreon and this all this shit, and it's like, oh my god, what would they think of me? What the fuck? Like, like would they just would they would they like I guess mourn the fact that like I wasn't comfortable enough with them to share this incredibly important part of my life, or would they look at the shit that I was making go? Oh no, we get it, you know? Like, what the (laughs) hell, like? Buckin, it's such a scary thought to like think about your mortality in the realm of what you do and create on the internet. You never think about it. But yeah, no, I, I, I don't know if it's the same person, but there was also a person that I knew who had passed away. And I was literally just talking with them. I was, like, just, like, kind of reconnecting after this, like, time. And they were always so sweet. They were super nice. We enjoyed each other's OCs. Like, we were like, hey, real recognizes real. You got cute shit. <laughs> and then, like, yeah. all of a sudden, all of a sudden, like, like, I go to message them one day, and they don't reply. And I'm like, whatever. And then, like, lo and behold, like all, like, all over Twitter for, like, a week, they're like, oh, my gosh, this person just passed away. And I was like, what the hell? what the fuck and it's like and it's the worst feeling in the world where i'm like oh my god what wow like you it, it 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 makes your own mortality that much more real and i think that that was also a big part for everybody last year like that is not the only person that i've lost to covid you know what i mean like that is like not the last you know but it's like oh this yeah it's just it's heavy as shit and it's like how do you parse that like as a creator online what what is there it does there need to be a clause in your commission sheet now where it's like if you were to pass away like do you give me permission to still post your art like is there like post-mortem like yeah. that's just gonna need to be a thing as our generation moves into this era where it's like that's going to become normal and that's a scary ass thought. So it's like I don't know. I I think like anyways, going closing it out. It's like yeah, I think I think you did make the the best decision that you could have that any of us could have if we were in your position. Like I I genuinely don't see a problem with just like omitting them from the game cuz it's like yeah, like out of respect, like you're not like putting, you know, their likeness in something like where people might not know or, you know, for people to download and then go do whatever with. It's like, you know, it just, yeah, you know, take a seat here. Like you don't, you know, you don't, you don't need to do that. I don't know, but it's, it's a, it's a tough call. I, I'm not saying that that, that's like the right or the wrong. It's just, that's a tough call.
0: Yeah. It's, 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 I didn't. I didn't intend to talk about this, but it did happen last year, and it was something that I was like, "What the fuck?" The the yeah. Th- on a, on a sort of lighter note, one thing that I learned from that <laughs> experience is that um, this actually coincides with a, a thing that happened outside of my uh, my my art life, but my actual professional career. We started doing this like it was basically horoscopes for um, for for executives specifically oh christian executives <laughs> oh <laughs> oh shit okay <laughs> but, uh and i don't i don't mean to say that if you if you like this thing or if you like horoscopes i'm not here to, to shit on you you do you i'm not here to yuck anybody's yums but it was like this i'll, I'll i won't even say the name of it right I, I will i'll say the name it's the enneagram system of like personality stuff is it, hmm, is it- is it the one with the like four funny letters on the back or no, something that's, like? That's the Myers Briggs, and like there are okay, people who make it. that their whole personality, and they're obnoxious. And I, I have not, <laughs> I have not considered the Enneagram thing to be a particularly like game changing. Like, wow, I know so much about myself now. But uh, yeah. I, I, I was forced to do this corporate training thing with it, and it revealed like there are nine numbers of personality types, and my number was number three. <gasps> I, I wait. <laughs> I took this shit. I took this shit too. I'm also number three. Fuck yeah. Uh,
1: D- did you do the thing where like you listen to the song and it's supposed to be able to make you cry?
0: No. <laughs> I want to though. I love oh my crying. god,
1: shit. It's dude. That shit worked super hard, like on me, and it was weird.
0: If you it remember that song, said it to me.
1: Oh my god, yeah. So it's like where like they basically they give you like a personality test and then you get like a like a like a number like one through nine, right, or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, fucking dude! Holy shit! Oh my god! I'm gonna go find that. I'm gonna. <laughs> holy shit! That's fucking weird. We did that shit. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: completely <Okay>. insane.
1: <laughs> that's insane. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> Not nah, it. It. They. They talked about like this. This number. Each number has a. They like take things in with one aspect and then put out with another. Like you could take things mm-hmm. in with. You could feel things. That's how you perceive the world as through feelings and then you put out through actions, which sounds obvious like that's what everyone does, but for, for folks yeah. who are familiar with this, there's a specific meaning to that. Uh, yeah. And number three for me was the unique case where it was like you take things in with feelings, but you do not process those feelings. You process those feelings through specifically doing things and being active. You're very concerned yep. with image. You're very concerned with like, shame you don't want to feel shame yep uh and i i was i was i was aware of all this nothing nothing was new to me i was like yep this just sounds like me but specifically they they highlighted like your stress response is to double down and work harder uh and i have yeah. caught myself over the past year doing that constantly and i think desktop poly that project was the the premier example because i took I don't even know how many <clears throat> slots. I think it was 30 slots for your character here stuff. And I spent three months doing nothing but animating little sprites to put in this little game project. And the yeah. game the game programming-wise, it, it runs on spaghetti code. It's drag-and-drop shit, and it still breaks constantly. Oof. I it it was it was my first ever finished project and it's obvious that I don't know anything but the the art was good and people really enjoyed it and I had a lot of fun working with it but at the end of that I was like I have made more money on this than I think I did the entire last year and none of it was worth it it yeah. was just so much work like the the price the price point was high. I thought I was overcharging for, for what I was offering, but then, like, I got to the end and I'm like, I should have made these $1,000 a slot so no motherfuckers would have taken them and I could have just put out the project with nothing in it and then stopped and died. <laughs> and then just stopped and died. Yeah. But, like, the... At, at the end of it, I was like, man, that sucks. I never want to do that again. And then immediately I started working on another project and I'm like, okay, and then I can open up for 100 slots for this one. <laughs> Dude! I, I just... Yeah. It was interesting no. to, see, to see that metered out in this completely unrelated corporate seminar thing. Uh, the lady who taught that yep. was a bitch, and if she hears that, if she, if she listens to this podcast, I don't care that she knows that she's a bitch. I think you're a bitch, and she hates me. Oh my god. <laughs> she, she disagreed with my number choice. She's like, I don't know, you don't seem like the outgoing, image-concerned, very-driven-and-motivated three. You seem like the incredibly reserved, uncomfortable, analytical five. I'm like... Oh yeah Jesus. the the thing that a five would do is start a podcast then get bored of it make video games for a year and then come back to it with an old edited episode somebody who's yeah. really introverted is definitely the sort of person who would willingly host a podcast show where they interview strangers oh my god well because
1: but see there's that's kind of going back to what i would dude exactly what i was saying earlier like we my mom would be like, "Oh my god, you're such a lazy piece of shit," and I'm like, "Yeah," and I just fucking straight believed that for like ever, you know. Where like just, but it's like the only thing that she's seeing me do, at all, is like, fucking. She's viewing me through the lens of the scholastic fucking academic, like environment right <laughs> through the so, lens of the through,
0: scholastic book fair
1: yeah through the lens of the scholastic right on the mask school bus fair, you know like <laughs> fucking like of course i'm gonna look like a lazy piece of shit i don't care about any of this and goddamn right i didn't none of that mattered i'm now in college and none of it still matters like i'm doing busy work just to get out and like Going to Zoom University, like I'm going to one of the top 30 fucking universities in the goddamned nation, and they still can't figure out what to do with the students over Zoom. And, like, we're just... So many kids are struggling. I'm struggling. It's a fucking nightmare. I've had one quarter where I've gotten to be in a classroom and actually feel like an enriched member of society. But every other quarter that I've had here has just been, oh, let's fucking put you in front of your computer and just fucking hope to God that you don't cheat or learn something. And then you fucking spit you out. But then, like... So again, through that lens, of course I look like a lazy piece of shit. I don't wanna do this. But then like on the flip side of that coin, it's like I was doing the music thing, the merch thing, the fucking animation thing, the art thing, the fucking, you know, like traveling thing, the convention thing, the running the discords thing, like just all of these things to make my own ends meet and to fulfill my own nature. And then, yeah, of course, I'm not going to want to go back and do school shit when I'm finally like exploring these interests that I have. But nope, nope. In the realms of like my my mom or my parents, it's like it doesn't fucking matter because it's not going to get me hired anywhere at some corporate America job, you know, and the same thing for you where it's like you have this fucking Debbie Downer at your fucking work who only knows you through the lens of your work. And of course you're not... Like, I don't know what kind of an employee you are. And I don't mean any offense to this at all. But if I could care to guess, I would say that, yeah, you probably are a little aloof. You know, you probably just kind of put in your hours, then go the fuck home. Or you just don't talk to anybody you don't need to talk to. And then fucking... (laughs) And then Stacy's like, oh, well, what an unsatisfactory human being for the corporate environment. (laughs) And then fucking you go home and you work your ass off on something else that she is never going to know or see. So, of course, she thinks you're a fucking like wet doormat pilk of a five when you're rocking the big when you're yeah, when you're rocking the big dick energy of a three back home. Fuck that
0: bitch. Specifically, the people who I actually work with are familiar uh, I have been told that I am an incredible asset to the company's, like, culture, because I will go and, like, talk to people in brightened days with smiles and be silly and goofy. One of the things that I did after after lockdown started coming down is I changed up my whole wardrobe, and now I exclusively wear, like, button-down shirts with silly, crazy patterns on them. That's fucking awesome. Like, not, not like, paisley shit, but, like, I've got this one with, like, all these beautiful multicolored birds and all these, like, pretty fish, and then I bought the... This, um, this one of, like, cats in the bi-pride flag colors. I've it's, it's just, just got a bunch of rad shirts now. and That's awesome! What the I, fuck? I grew a giant, massive beard. It's so big, I need to trim it back, but I'm not going are to.
1: Are you, like, are you wizard status, or, like, what? I'm
0: getting there. I'm, like... I'm, I'm looking yeah. at a big mirror right now, and this probably sounds weird because I've moved above my microphone, so I'm sorry, but, like, I've got a... It's, like, surpassed... It's surpassed Lumberjack at this point. It's getting to, like, wild man. status, So that's not the best. But... Uh, oh my god. It I, I totally reinvented my look. I became, like, the Big Lebowski, basically. I stopped wearing, like, tucked-in shirts and all that shit. Uh, <laughs> I got yelled at once for wearing sandals to the office, but that was when... Oh my god, that's another thing that happened, is two natural disasters occurred in my life last year.
1: Oh my god. Yeah, okay. I remember hearing about that. I remember Georgia kind of getting hit with some shit and I'd be like, "Hey, how are you good?" Like, yeah. Are you good?
0: Uh, uh, we we got hit down in Louisiana by a hurricane that was bigger than Katrina.
1: What the fuck? Oh shit. I remember hearing about this. That's right.
0: Uh, and the the only reason why like a lot of people are like, yeah, that hurricane came and went and it was nothing but like they're still doing construction down here to pick th- things up and where I live is more inland than a lot of the places. Some of that some of that shit some places like more rural cities were without power and like internet and phones for like months. Holy fuck, dude! I was I mostly die. fine. We got we got fucked over for like a week, and that was obnoxious because it was the the middle of the summer. It was like a hundred degrees. I couldn't sleep. Uh, Ruby, Holly, and I par- pack- packed up the car at one point, and you couldn't get gas anywhere because people would camp outside of gas stations waiting for refills because they had to run oh generators at home. But we all we all loaded up in the car, and we were like, "Okay, we got to go find some place that has electricity." And we parked our ass at fucking Papa Pia's Pizzeria or whatever the fuck. <laughs> uh, and it was like a line out the door of people who wanted to pick up their food and go home and we're like is there any way we could eat in and they're like yeah sure we got like mostly empty tables and we scrambled to the back where there were open uh outlets <laughs> to charge our phones oh
1: my god we, we lived like
0: we lived like digital hobos
1: <laughs> digital hobos uh holy fucking shit that is nuts i can't believe that i mean i, I can but like oh my god
0: i still have i still have memory of like uh, Ruby and Holly both both dipped and evacuated to to be with some some family members who lived at like the top of a big hill, so flooding wasn't an issue. And I stayed home yeah. just because, like, number one, I don't know, I didn't want to. If, if if something bad was going to happen, I wanted to be comfortable while it was gearing up. But I remember sitting yeah. here watching the old Saban dub of the old Digimon cartoon and like laughing at all the terrible be- people. People will recognize this, but like, I, I had a phase last year where I drew a shitload of Gatomon all of yeah. that all of those were drawn in the frantic to panic state waiting for the hurricane to come and kill me
1: <laughs> oh my god yeah i was gonna say it's like like oh yeah ruby and holly went left and went to go visit family uh me on the other hand a captain always goes down with his ship uh so i stayed back
0: <laughs> yeah drew furry porn
1: a uh, captain always goes down with his ship and draws up tons of furry porn before yeah. going down
0: with his ship so I I all of those drawings in like that week long period, uh, I scheduled them out to post like a day away from each other cuz I'm like this shit's going to hit and I'm not going to have internet. So it would be at least nice to log on and see big numbers, big metrics when I do get back. <laughs> oh
1: my god. Uh, so, so I did funny. I
0: did that, but I like remember I have an explicit memory of like listening to the the terrible like cringy jokes and the bad accents and the terrible names of like attacks. Oh. On this on this cheesy early '90s dub of a of a fucking really genuinely good show, uh, holy shit! I'm just sitting there like drawing my ass off, and I'm just listening. I, I was getting like texts from my mom every 15 minutes, being like, "Is it raining there? Is it winding? Are you alive?" And, and that's not illegitimate because uh, my my folks uh, that, live back yeah, up that north. is
1: super fair. <laughs> like, yeah. if I was your mom, I'd be worried as fuck
0: yeah i I kept sending her videos like yeah it's the winds are picking up but still not bad and i heard a loud crack from like down the street and i'm like oh shit i wonder what that is and i looked over (laughs) at my other monitor where it was playing the thing and the big snowman digimon Frigimon is just like i'll use my sub-zero ice punch and then immediately my power goes out (laughs) 0 ice sponge (laughs) i was like oh that's cool and i walked outside and i saw i saw what happened a big ass tree fell on a person's house like a block down from me and just completely bisected the whole thing holy fuck uh i I went to go like check and see if anyone was was in there I, i didn't really want to be walking around too much as the hurricane's about to like really pick up steam but no no one was there they had they had left they were smart
1: oh Uh, my god like i could just imagine you hello (laughs) you good
0: yeah i I wanted to check and make sure because if anyone was dying and i didn't do anything i would have felt bad but like that that happened and then late early early in 2021 we had a freezing storm that like cut power for like a few days and we had to huddle around the fire for warmth oh my god
1: i do remember that one too i'm hearing about that
0: just a lot of shit happened last year a lot of shit happened last year 2020 feels like it went by in a breeze and 2021 feels like it was the length of eight years
1: i feel like i feel like 2020 was the wind-up punch the absolute fuck fest that was 2021
0: and then hopefully this year will be better but i've had some i've had some mixed results the sort of the start of the year like i'm back i'm back what? in lockdown right now which i love but that's just me <laughs>
1: yeah no tell me about that shit tell me about your start to the new year because mine has been a living hell
0: <laughs> i bet yours is probably worse because all i remember is a bunch of really small obnoxious things that i had to deal with like i got up to like do the three two one crappy new year because it going off and then i sat back down and our internet was out and it stayed out for like a day just small irritants like that
1: oh my god yeah i wish holy shit
0: yeah. You 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 hit me with you hit me with what's getting you get and down, and I'll do the da, 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 blue. <laughs> right, so, dude, this is like
1: the fucking feel good podcast of the year, dude. This is sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is well, just the fucking, this is downer after downer, like yeah. <laughs> and well, it's
0: Welcome to Catharsis oh Cast.
1: Anyways. Yeah, welcome. To- <laughs> Welcome to fucking... We we haven't spoken in a year, so we're bringing each other the fucking pilk, dude. Um, <laughs> I love pilk
0: so much.
1: I love pilk so much. I can't stop thinking about it. Um, no, I, okay, so like... You know what, I'm going to save the positives until after all these negatives. We're going to end yeah. on a happy note, okay? We're, so we're gonna, check we'll have out. some
0: fun stories coming up here in a second. But. Yeah, we'll
1: have some fun stories. I'll, I'll get back, I'll, I'll talk more about, like, the animation and, like, what's what's gone down and, like, you know, all that good stuff. But, like, um, yeah, so essentially what's what's gone down um, that's not as good. Uh, so 2020, I I I'm, I'm going to start back and then kind of get to the fucking new year. Um, but 2020, I I, in, I enrolled at uh, should I say my college? I would like wouldn't. Do you think? Yeah, I don't. Okay, I enrolled in some very very prestigious university, um, and I worked my ass off to get there. I, I had been like I had put like my th- like th- three years like three years of working my ass off fixing my goddamn awful GPA from before I gave a shit about college and was able to get into like a very, very, very good school, Um, one that I can barely afford, even with financial aid but one that i worked my ass off to get to because i wanted a very very nice degree like i didn't want i i told myself like if i want to go get a bachelor's degree i want to go get it from a school that's actually going to be able to put the money where their mouth is and fucking help me out and give me some some really fucking nasty credentials to go into the workforce with and i am very thankful that i was able to do that but when i got here yeah it, it was not that was not the case like i would worked my ass off to essentially go to U- zoom university and I <laughs> yeah. started in their business track and took one quarter of that, hated it. Um, the fucking, my fu- I had a finance teacher who was teaching us finances. And like, lo and behold, he was like the CFO of Enron back before they went under, like Jesus. literally up until their foreclosure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like this dude was like on the board while they were yoinking everybody's 401ks and shit. Like it is like- it, it's insane. It's insane that he is now working at a fucking college doing finances. Holy shit. Like, oh my God, it, it blew my mind. So it, that was like the final straw. I was like, okay, no, I am not going to be a business major for the rest of these two years. I'm sorry. So I switched to music technology because that's far within my wheelhouse. Um, And my my game plan was essentially to get out of here with a 3.1 and then go into the workforce for a bit, try some shit out, I have some business ideas that I wanna kick around for a bit, and then I wanted to go to, uh, yeah, fuck it, I'll say it. I wanna go to USC and get a master's degree in a very specific thing. Um and so so yeah so that was my game plan. So I switched to music technology. That's been great. There's been a lot of coding classes. I think like the quarter after we had the last podcast, I went and took Python. Python's big okay. It's not my favorite, but I got through it. I understand Python. And then that following fall quarter Um, I was to take uh, the second part of the basic programming class. It should have been taught in the same language that I had learned, so Python. But instead, they were like, "Mm, actually, we are going to consolidate all of the like basically A courses into one big ass B course. So you had kids that like me who learned Python, some other kids who learned C sharp and some other kids who learned Java, all get compiled into this one big ass auditorium where we were all tasked with learning Java.
0: Very basically,
1: cool. Very cool, very awesome, so fucking stupid, oh my God. Cause you had this absolutely massive discrepancy between the kids who learned Java at a quarter's pace, and then these other kids who were literally struggling to stay afloat in the class because they learned C-sharp and Python, i.e. me. I struggled my ass off in that class all this past quarter. I took a light semester, like I, I think I was maybe, maybe in like three three or four classes, and I was barely getting my work done because, like in my other classes because of how absolutely fucking oppressive the workload for this java class was i don't code i don't understand this i'm not a computer science student but for some reason this is within the music technology track and i get why because you know you do a lot of coding language in this in this degree path but that's not the point of the degree the point of the degree really is to kind of understand like how to like you know, mix, master, produce, like, the, all that shit. Like, that's, like, the backbone. Yeah. But then because coding is becoming so prevalent within the music technology sphere and because there's so many students that, like, double dip with CS, they they're, they're, there's a lot. There's a lot of coding involved in this degree path. So I've been struggling with that. Um, I had a really fucking rough semester past, though, so I don't have to take any more coding classes. Like I am good. Like it was a great like it wasn't a great semester, but I did it. I I put my nose to the grindstone. The only part that sucks about that is that in July when I started Hungry Fox 4, I also started my Patreon. So I was an absolute fucking machine on Patreon posting a, like a good like 30 seconds of animation every week to my Patreon. Jesus. Like I was a fucking beast, dude. Like, I was kicking ass. My growth was insane. Like, I was feeling myself hardcore. And then, soon, then, like, as school started to kind of pick up, it went down the fucking toilet. And I, I, I was barely able to make my own fucking deadlines with Patreon. I was basically in my Discord, like, every single week being like, nope, sorry, no new update, couldn't find time to work, oh shit, You know, like it was just it was just miserable because I had like all of this momentum, all of these people that were so down to fucking support me. And as soon as school started, they started dropping like flies. Like before September, I literally maybe had like maybe two people that were dropping off on my Patreon and just nothing but fucking growth. And then as soon as school started and as soon as I wasn't able to hit my own deadlines, which were super doable for me fucking just started like losing income and I was like dude what the fuck this is this is my nightmare and so I had to like basically just fall back on the fact that I could communicate with my patrons and be like look I'm very sorry you know I'm gonna post what I can when I can but just understand that I am still in college and so that this isn't this can't be a full-time thing unfortunately it's just I have too oppressive of a workload so that ends you know, and I yeah. and I start to kind of try to kind of get back into the groove, and it's still not kicking. You know, I'm like I'm like okay, I'm gonna take a little break over the holidays, and then like after Christmas, I'm gonna I'm gonna get back into it. Um, at that time, uh, Mulberry um, was going to take a trip back home, and so 26th she flies home. I get back, and like she she kind of had a cold, um, and I was like, hey, it's okay. Like if I get a cold, like I'll just like work through it. <coughs> Unbeknownst to me. The day before she got the cold, um, I had gotten my flu shot and my COVID booster that, Jesus. like, basically same day. So when I caught her cold, inevitably, it hit me with the worst cold I'd had in years. Like, the best way that I can describe it is that it took me back to a time when I was, like, six years old with the fucking croupy cough. <laughs> and I was just up with a fucking humidifier. And I like just remember like laying as a six year old being like, Am I gonna die? And like, it <laughs> just, it was awful. And so I remember like, dude, I was home alone by myself, like too dizzy to walk or drive anywhere. And I'm like door dashing fucking Minuto to my fucking apartment from the local taqueria. And I'm like, What in the fuck is happening? I'm going to die. And then like, meanwhile, Mulberry feels bad. So she's fucking like, like basically like sending Mucinex and NyQuil to the fucking Amazon lockers, like at our apartment because she can't be here to take care of me. And like, like I, so that being said, this is just me. We haven't even gotten to the other shit that's happening simultaneous to this, but like I literally spent my new year's. In my apartment by myself very sad like just very sick just i was not in a good space to, over new year's it was awful because <laughs> simultaneously december 26th my dad breaks his hip riding his bike My mom's calling me distraught. They don't know if he can ever walk again. And then simultaneously, like maybe like I shit you not an hour later, Mulberry's calling me because her fucking sister just tested positive for COVID. And now like that's where she's staying for the next week while she visits her family. And we have no idea what's going to happen if she can come home or not or if she's going to get it. And so like all of this shit is just compounding on itself. And mind you, this was the week where I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to get shit done. I'm going to finish the animation. I'm going to make some fucking music commissions happen. I'm going to do all this crazy shit. I'm going to fucking be a beast. No, instead I was sick, stressed out about my dad, stressed out about my fucking girlfriend, dude. And like, like her, thank God, her fucking parent, like or not her parents, her dad. Her dad sprung to get her a fucking uh, hotel room, like away from the family. And thank God that he did, because like she left some rapid tests with them that we had brought that we had sent with, with Mulberry. Everybody in her family had COVID, straight up. Like they took the tests the next day; they all came back positive. And then at the end of the week, she took the last rapid test. It came back negative. She went to a lab just to confirm and get another rapid test done. And that also came back negative. She was cleared to fly home. But, oh my God, that was fucking crazy. So she actually had to extend her stay and then come back home that Monday instead of that previous Friday, which was like January like 1st. something right and then January 2nd is when my discord accounts got compromised and then January 3rd is when my new quarter started at school and now I have no computer to work on because I don't know how fucking compromised my PC is I don't know if I got just token grabbed I don't know if I was ratted I don't know if they fucking root kitted my shit I don't know how fucking but my machine was and here i am the eve of my new semester i wanted to die and not only not only that but also this is the fucking machine that i have all my music projects on i have all my fucking homework on all of my fucking logins on and you guessed it the fucking animation like all of my animation stuff all of my commission project files were on this machine like in that moment I was fu- I was freaking out, stressed out of my mind, anxiety riddled because I was like, "Oh my fucking god!" I literally just lost everything. Everything is potentially compromised. Like in a in, just in a in an instant, I thought that I had lost everything, and I couldn't fucking handle it. I was so upset, and I like literally unplugged my PC from the wall, unplugged the Ethernet cable. Turned it off, left it off, and just like I thank God I was able to get my friend. Fucking shout out to fucking Jenga Rainwolf, who works in cybersecurity, and I was actually able to give them a um, a sample of the malware, for them to pick apart and just to kind of see what was like actually on my system, and thank the powers at be that be or whatever the fuck how you're saying i'm not religious i don't know why i'm saying that shit but like fucking like that that whatever they hit me with was exclusively to the discord client it didn't touch my personal files it didn't touch my fucking system 32 or any of that shit it was specifically designed to nab your discord token and then bug your fucking discord client so that way when you try to lock back in oopsie daisy they now have your email and password that's like literally how it works So if this shit, so if you're listening to this and you're like hacked or something, like the move is to, if you, if you get compromised and it logs you and you click on an EXE and it logs you out of discord, the move is to immediately via your phone, log out of discord, log back in or log back in, change your password. Because now that they have your token, they can do whatever the fuck they want with your account, but changing your password and changing your email, both of those things, reset that token and make it useless. And so as long as you change your password to something completely unrelated to what the last one was, there's literally nothing they can fucking do. And then just make sure that you uninstall and reinstall Discord on your main machine and you're good. And there was a few friends who got compromised via my account that were smart enough to do that, but I was not one of those people. I just freaked out. I just instantly fucking panicked. My mind immediately went to all my fucking files and like everything and like just getting back into my discord to try and fucking warn everybody. But like literally sitting in my fucking apartment alone by myself, all of a sudden, You're logged out of Discord and now your logins don't work. And then you're getting fucking emails from Discord saying your password has been changed. The email associated with your account has been changed. And then you're like, "Uh, oh, holy shit. And so then you click on the fucking link in those emails to contact Discord to try and fucking be like, hey, like this wasn't me. Help me out. And then all of a sudden your PayPal that's connected to your Discord starts fucking ringing up amounts for like random like amounts. They're like, oh, $4.99, $4.99, $4.99, because now the hacker is gifting fucking Nitro to their Jesus. homies or whatever. It's the scariest thing. I got so fucking lucky that they were only ringing up the $4.99s before I fucking disconnected my, my PayPal from my Discord because there was another person that I heard about who got their account compromised and they had their fucking whole ass credit card in there so they not only got the fucking paypal credentials they got their fucking address they got their name they got the fucking three funny numbers on the back and as soon as they did they started charging fucking like the 99 nine dollar yearly nitro Jeez, six so times serious. so this dude in an instant lost like 600 bucks via their discord account that's like, fucked up. it is fucked so yeah i count myself incredibly lucky like everybody that helped me like get my account back like so fucking quickly Like, I literally, like, will, like, I I still need to make, like, an official post about this now that it's just kind of handled. But, like, I literally cannot thank everybody enough, like, for being so fucking vigilant and, like, attentive to my account. Like, when I fucking put out that blast, like, at midnight on that fucking Tuesday, like, it blew the fuck up. Like, Timber was on that. Shirako was on it. Fucking, like, just, like, the entire, like, you know... Homies and like my fucking servers and shit. Everybody was spreading the word. Yo, Blue's account is compromised, and I feel bad that I wasn't able to save everybody who was messaged via my account. But it could have been so much worse had people not gotten the word out. And I'm just like so grateful that 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 happened. And I just there's a part of me that does feel guilty that these people had to like go through what I went through because of my negligence because I wasn't I wasn't being safe and sure enough like oh, also like it it came from somebody who like i had spoken to like a few times on like like via twitter and via like you know discord and like when they sent me the game i comp- it, like it was it was like i just kind of was like oh shit i'm pretty sure i've talked to you about games before so it <laughs> That's made the nightmare it made yeah it's literally a nightmare scenario it was like okay like i remember like talking to you and being like oh yeah like not it be cool to make a game and then they were like oh yeah like something along those lines maybe i'm just getting the person wrong like or maybe i got it wrong in the moment but like i, rem- I when they messaged me i was like oh yeah like we totally fucking talked about this and in my mind i'm like yeah i want to make music for games like i've done that before i want to do more of it so in my head i'm like yeah let me play your fucking game let me let me see what's what and let me see if i can make music to it and sure enough fucking like the minute i was opening it i was like wait what the fuck am i doing and then in that, in an instant, it was it was already too late. I was like, "Oh shit!" So, so yeah, so that's going on now. Um, that's over. That was my start of the year. That is that that brings us to to present day. And <laughs> yep. uh, yeah, holy shit.
0: Uh is it <laughs> is it too soon to make jokes about Mm-mm. about that that hacking situation? Because nope. I had something really really <laughs> funny happen when I saw that. No.
1: Dude, fucking laying on me like literally the first thing I did when I got back on my account and went to my server, I was like, Hello, yes, I am calling about your car's extended warranty. <laughs> like, just instantly. No, jokes are you are you're you have the pass, it's fine.
0: <laughs> I've got the pass, hell yeah. Um I I remember seeing that post you made where you are like, I've been hacked, I've been hacked, somebody help <coughs> me save me. Floop is a madman. Yeah. Uh and I was like, "Oh no, that's bad. I better not click on any links." And I got a message from you, being like, "Hey," <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit, what's up with this?" Uh, oh, I'm like, "Oh, I, I bet, I, I bet you're the, I bet you're the robot. I bet you're the hackster. I'm not falling for this." And then I immediately get another message, like not immediately, like three minutes later, enough time for a similar message to be seen, opened, and responded. I get a message from fucking Blizzy that just says, "Hey." <laughs>
1: other ones that got fucking pwned via my account and she was like oh my god and she messaged me and she's like oh my god what the fuck like my account's been hacked your fucking account fucked my fucking hacked my account like, <laughs> oh my god no i'm so sorry like it's the worst It was the worst feeling in the fucking world dude the oh timing was
0: so funny though the timing was so good <laughs> <It> just <laughs>
1: <laughs> me. Dude, that guy was so fucking stupid. Oh my god. Okay, you want to know? Like, so th- I haven't talked about this with anybody, but okay. there was a mo- so so the reason why this was per- so particularly fucked for me was because I have two Discord accounts. I have the music account and I have Blue. So when Blue didn't work, in my mind, I'm like, fuck. They have the Blue credentials. But I didn't know my Discord client was just bugged. So I'm like, but they don't have the music guy credentials. I'm gonna log into that one. And that one didn't work. And I was like, what the fuck? What is happening? They got both accounts in that instant. So what happened was I don't, I, st- I still don't know. I still don't know if it's one guy. I still don't know if it's like a fucking call center full of them and as soon as they nab an account they just basically throw it at somebody else in the call center or something. But I think that's what it is because my accounts messaged each other with, hey. <laughs> <laughs> and then they were, like, they were like, hey, hey, do you want to try my game? No, you try my game first. And then the next line was like, gondamara do you want to play with me? I' so hot, sweaty, sweaty, sweaty face, like fucking, just <laughs> like, making fun of me. Like, <laughs> I was like, what? What is happening? And like they, I was like, what? I was like, oh, like, and that's where like it, it became so icky and real. like oh, it was sucks. It was the worst feeling. It's like like getting like I I like getting my account back and coming basically coming home and seeing that like it's it's like it's like coming home and seeing that your house has been broken into and there's writing on the wall and food in the oven that you didn't cook or prepare and like there's just trash everywhere you know your phone's off the fucking dial and like there's just like poop on the floor for some reason like it's like the worst feeling in the world and the worst part is is that like all of the conversations that you like had before they're all gone and now they're replaced with just fucking hun- like 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 tens of like like a good like 100 messages Jesus. to just your friends like and that's the that's the part that's the worst is that they also get a copy of Like, by, like, nabbing your token, they get a copy of who you talk to the most. And so, they message those people first. So, it's not even like they just get your account and then they start messaging your friends. No. They know exactly who to message. Who is most likely to trust you. And that is the most insidious part. Like, so... I'm, like, going down, and it's it, it's great. Like, I'm having a great time at first because, like, I'm going down, and it's, like, the message from you. It's, like, sorry, I've been warned about the hacker man. Fuck you. And then I go down a little further, and they're, like, hey, do you want to try this game? And then, like, my one friend, fucking Corey, is, like, uh, actually, can you try these nuts? <laughs> just like the fucking, and, like, the fucking guy blocks her. Like, it's just, it's the best. And then, like, and it's, like, a lot of, like, goofs and gaffs like that where it's just my friends dunking on these, like, morons from this fucking call center. but. But then you get to the point where you run into a conversation and the person's like, hey, try this game. And then the other person's like, oh yeah, for sure. Oh, hey, it's not opening. Uh, how do I get this to work? Oh, just run this. Oh, just, like just hit run anyway. And they're like, oh, okay, for sure. And then nothing. And I'm like, oh no. And then I go to their Twitter. And sure enough, it's like, oh my fucking God, my account's been hacked. I don't know what to do. I'm so scared. What do I do? What do I do? And they're going through the exact same motions that I was. And then you get this feeling in your gut. And you're just like, oh my God. Like, I did that. Like, that's my fault. And I know it's not. But it feels like it is. Like, it feels like it. Like, I know there's nothing I could have done in that situation. Like, but because... I because of my neglect specifically that happened and that is where I think it got really real where it's like you know you always kind of think about getting your account compromised or like your information stolen in a very selfish way where you're like oh fuck I don't want my stuff to get stolen but now it's gotten to the point where like the climate is like now you have to worry about your friends and your fans and your followers and like your my fucking patreon server fucking like i i was like directly speaking with people in my patreon server like going dude like don't like fucking put the word out make sure that whatever fucking happens to that patreon server nobody clicks shit like Holy fuck, and I'm so glad I did because like one of the last days that they had access to my account, they fucking added like all of the posts from my friends who were saying, hey, don't interact with Blue. He's fucking compromised. The hacker went into that server, deleted all of those messages and then added everyone with, hey, check out this fucking new game. Like this new game that I made, new Patreon exclusive. Check this out, and it's like pinging all the fucking Patreon roles. And thank God that like everybody was already in the know. Nobody was fucking hit, but like the fact that that could have happened like still haunts me, and it's 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 made me like basically take that shit a lot more seriously. Like you know, like I've got like a fucking like password manager now. It's like. You know I'm not fucking opening shit from Discord. I'm not clicking on anything from anybody, and neither should you, because it is f- fucked up right now. And Discord needs to kind of figure out a way to do something or like something. Um, but yeah, no, it is, it is, it is rough. It is not a good feeling, and it is, it is, it changes you. Um, but um, but yeah, no, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. That, like that is that is. The, the feeling in a nutshell, like just oh my god, yeah, I just Blizzy, if you're listening to this, I'm so fucking sorry. Oh my god. Like she she actually just got her account back. Like I don't I think like yesterday or the day before. And then there's been a few other people that have gotten their account back that were nabbed via my account. But there's still a few people that I'm like kind of working with to try and like like coach them or guide them like to a solution. And it's hard because I, I don't know the steps that they've taken and I don't know, you know, what Discord's fucking doing. But it's all I know is that it's like it almost feels like it's not enough. It really does.
0: Yeah? Mm. It's Yeah, get your get your Discord spayed and neutered. Don't don't let this happen.
1: <laughs> I I really appreciate yeah.
0: you telling me to, like log in from your phone and immediately change the the thing. Because I would have totally assumed that like they just they gobbled up the passwords yum, 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 curious George, and then I'm fucked. Mm-mm. No. It's like it's so fucked up. they they only have your token
1: right so they already have access to your account so essentially the way that discord works i've learned i've learned more about the way that discord works in the past like month than i ever wanted to but essentially what happens is when you log in with your email and password it gives you access to a string of numbers and letters that connects you to the discord server right so like that is like your actual connection to discord not your email and password which is good like that's Good, but the part that sucks is that once you have that, you just have access to that person's account. The reason why they need your email and password is because they need to change it. So that way you cannot change your password and reset the token that they now have and log them out. Like that is why your email and password is so important to lock down because once they have that, they changed the email they changed the password and now you can no longer change the token that they stole from you like that's the that's the gold nugget that they that they need to protect and the way they protect that is they make it to where you can't change it yourself so if you just immediately from your phone change the password that token that they now just stole from you is no longer valid and they need to go and nab you again with and hope to God that they that you try and log in via their fucking hacked client because then once you do, boom, they have it again. So that's why it's also very important to log log out, uninstall Discord, completely wipe it from your machine, and then re- give Discord the fresh reinstall.
0: Okay. Yeah. See, see, now I know. I also know. Mm-hmm. Just never speak to me. Do not deign to come to my presence. Do you know how many Twitter followers I have? I don't want to play your peasant's game. I'm a above. Yeah. Exactly. You.
1: <laughs> do you know who i am oh my god i am hookum the
0: yeah i'm a stupid bitch i don't have time for your shit <laughs> no uh, do you what- know how deep i draw my belly buttons <laughs> fuck you <laughs> you can put a whole person in the belly button and still have room for a person in the belly exactly uh although that is that is i have that good <laughs> i can't talk i'm I'm just like <laughs> god damn that's a lot i'm sorry Your the start of your year has been so shitty but we're oh, gonna dude, we're gonna do we're gonna do it up big style this year it's gonna be good and we'll talk more about that later but i do want to let's let's end on a positive note let's talk about one cool thing that we learned last year <sighs> <laughs> 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 all right i'll go i'll go first then i guess um,
1: <laughs> yeah, okay, let me, yeah, let me, yeah. let me chew on that. <laughs> folks,
0: folks who remember what I was posting towards the end of the year, I did a big Toriel thing. I also did two, I did a New Year's animation and I did a little Christmas animation for my friends, Renee and, uh, Dylan of his cat girl. Uh, and those were fun. Go check those out. I know nobody cares that I sometimes draw humanish characters. People are here for Goat Mom and Goat Mom only. But that's what I did, is I did like a little <laughs> stuffing weight gain drive thing, uh, and there was a secret purpose to that. You stooges. You had no idea. You goons. You didn't believe for <laughs> even a moment. You had no conception that I was using you uh, for what oh reason. <laughs> uh, Twitter Twitter has this cool thing, and it's genuinely neat and interesting, called Media Studio, but they only give it to you if they think you're a quote-unquote business user. Uh, and there's no way to put this on your profile to tick a little box that says, I am a business user. Uh but basically it offers interesting audience insights and since i'm big into marketing like as a career sort of i'm like marketing adjacent at work uh, i was like oh this is cool this is very interesting i want to i want to get a look at this and i want to see that and it's got a whole bunch of tools for like video uploads and live streams and broadcasts and all this shit
1: that's fucking cool.
0: What? It's, it's incredibly cool. And if you don't, if you don't have it, the best way to do it is just to like open up your Twitter and then like scroll down to the More option and go to like Twitter Ads and like s- click around the Twitter Ads and like sign up for Twitter for Professionals and click on Analytics. Just click on shit. If you register enough clicks, people are gonna be like, "Wow, this guy's gonna buy ads. Quick, give him the Media Studio." Uh, but when I got it, what? I didn't have any, I didn't have any actual metrics in it because it doesn't load the stuff past when you got access. I'm like, damn it. This Fuck. is useless. I have no idea. Ugh. That, that does suck. I would love
1: to see the metrics on the hungry Fox three.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'd, I'd recommend get it before. We'll get it, get it before and just like post some, some do, do what I did. I did a week of like engagement bait posts. That was, that was what the, um, that was what the Toriel thing that I did was. It was engagement bait uh, I think the drawings were good. I think it was a lot of fun, and I appreciated it. But I was using you. I was using all of you to see who logs on when and who shares stuff. And now I've got a really handy like uh, insight thing that like I'll, I'll send you. I'll send you a clip of it, as you can see, like a week by week breakdown. I just something just fell on my fucking floor. The That's the shit out of me,
1: and I don't know why. <laughs> I'm
0: sorry. I can't edit that out either because I was talking while I said it. Uh, I'll put a, I'll put a sillier sound over it.
1: Uh, oh
0: my God. Here it looks it looks like this. Uh, it's just like. An interesting, like, hey, this is when your followers are active. You should publish at these times in order to get the most engagement. Uh, That's cool! Because, like, the algorithm will crush and twist its heel down into your soul if you don't do it at this time. Uh, So anyone out there who is an artist who is trying to sort of grind those metrics out and find out the best way to fight Twitter's cool robot that determines whether or not the people who hit the follow button actually get to see what they're following, stupidest fucking website. Uh, go ahead and look into getting Twitter media studio because it's really useful if you want to, if you want to post it proper times. Yeah. Uh, what about you? Have you gotten a cool new learn? Ah, uh, I'm trying to think dude. Um, cause like, dude,
1: like I'm trying to fucking think like, like give, give me like a, Give me, give me like a, give me like a topic, like like so like what like I haven't really learned anything new from Twitter. <laughs> I just kind of post there whenever I'm like, either like sad or horny, <laughs> um, <laughs> like, and then it just does numbers because people like I mean okay the horny shit does numbers but like the sad stuff is like that's okay and then like that's it like yeah. it just <laughs> um no like I I appreciate it and I, I, like because I I'll just kind of go there to vent you know and like or like just be it horny be it sad be it excited i just vent on twitter um or if i'm like thinking of something funny like i'll fucking throw it at twitter um but um yeah i guess like as far as like what i've learned um it's been a lot of like personal shit honestly that's fine lay, I g- lay down I the guessed. best
0: personal lesson that you've learned
1: it's like, I, I've kind of like, because I was always like, I've always kind of been, whether I like to admit it or not, the people pleaser. Yeah, oh, dude. I don't, I don't want this to be another downer, but here we are. <laughs> um, but like, like, it's like, I've learned to not be as obsessed with that as I am, because I've realized that it's gotten me in a lot more trouble than it's worth. Like, yes, it's nice to kind of be everybody's friend, but at the same time, like, not at the expense of my own core values and qualities. Like, it's so, like, you know, there's there's this is, like, 2021 20, was kind of the year of the trash taking itself out, I feel, where <laughs> there was a lot of people in my life that were very close, and I was putting a lot of time and energy into those people, uh basically simultaneously to to you know everybody on this account like I'm, I'm 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 talking almost exclusively on like about like main account people but but yeah like some shit kind of happened some things went down some things came to light and i was like i don't fuck with this dude like i i'm going to do me i'm going to be who exactly who i want to be and if you want to come along for the ride and be a homie fuck yeah awesome. We're going to be friends. Like, but if, if it's, if it's going to be this like constant, like back and forth about like, you know, me not making time for you or like, you know, me not saying the exact thing that you want me to say, no, fuck you. (laughs) Like, no, I'm going to do me and if you don't jive with that, that's cool. But we're not going to be friends then. And that's okay. Now, granted, there are better days and there are worse days. And, you know, I will definitely, like, feel myself kind of inching back into that. But I'm, I feel like I'm a lot better at reading the red flags on the wall yeah. than I ever have been. Because of the people that kind of did end up leaving my life last year. And I have since, like... Basically, I, I don't want to use the word replaced, but I, because they were always there, like it wasn't a direct replacement, but it was like a moment of clarity where I was like, oh my God, like I am putting so much energy into these people that don't care about me when I could instead go and put that exact same energy into the people that I enjoy being around and enjoy having me around. And like, You know, fucking people that I'm talking about know what I'm talking. I'm talking about like I'm talking about you. I'm talking about Ruby. I'm talking about fucking all the people in Fluff and in Guts. I'm talking about Corey, Starry, V. I'm talking about Frost. I'm talking about Lucy. I'm talking about Mystic. I'm talking about Gramps. I'm talking about Oni. I'm talking about Katie. I'm talking about. Money, I'm talking about fucking Shiriko, Timber, Miranda, Grendel. Uh, ding, fucking... ding, beep, beep. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about ding, ding. I'm talking about beep, beep. I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, I, did, I, didn't,
0: like... I didn't want to interrupt your very positive message, but a lot of those just sounded like sound effects.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, it's like, but like, oh yeah, fucking Tori. Like, just all all of these people. You know, I'm I'm fucking like all these people who are like so integral to like making me happy. It's just like, yeah, like I just met all of them like last year or basically like that first like October after the pandemic hit. And it's like it's like we've known each other for fucking years. It's like it's insane you know and then like same thing with like you and ruby it's like i will pop in and i'll be like hey yo what up like what's good y'all want a game and then i have time for that now because it's like i'm not going and like bouncing back and forth between these fucking accounts and being like oh yeah hey everybody don't fucking bully me when i'm not around okay and then leaving to go here where i don't have to worry about that it's so stupid. Like I can't believe I wasted so much time on that shit. And so yeah, I'm a lot I'm in a place where I am a lot happier and I feel a lot more fulfilled and a lot more comfortable with the people in my life. Because I don't have to worry about that. I don't have to fucking do that. So yeah, it's like, you know, I I, I think about like my journey like as an artist and as a person and like I'm like, yeah, like this is right now, this is where I want to be. This is where I feel I need to be. And I'm very appreciative and very gracious that I've my, my path has led me here. And I'm enjoying every second of it. So fucking there. Suck a dick. Fucking. <laughs> dumb you shits. You know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> suck a dick, dumb shits.
0: <laughs> See, that wound up being positive. Uh, and mm-hmm. we even got to give a shout out to Sweet Ding Ding and Beep Beep.
1: Sweet Ding Ding, Sweet Beep Beep. <laughs> 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 uh, oh my gosh! No, that I'm, gonna is, feel, I'm gonna feel really bad if I forgot anybody. I'm gonna cringe forever.
0: Don't don't worry about it. If if anybody got left out, it's because I interrupted and I'm stupid. Uh, oh boop. my god! <laughs> yeah, there you go. Now you've got it out. Uh, just Aaron. Yeah. T- <laughs> the, the I'm fucking. not gonna
1: forget Aaron. I'm not gonna forget Forbit. I'm not gonna forget Flip. <laughs> but yeah, I All know right. you at least mentioned
0: <laughs> Flip earlier in the thing, and now he's gonna. Oh, flip When he gets a double shout out.
1: This is true. I this is very true.
0: I'm unfamiliar with half of these people, but I really don't talk to anyone. The That's mo- fair. No,
1: it, I, I mean, like a lot of these people, like we kind of just like keep to ourselves anyway. You know, like it's just kind of like we like we have our own little microcosm of like chaos that we all just kind of operate in. <laughs> the
0: microcosm you know? like, of it's, chaos. It's, it's,
1: yeah, it's well, the best way that I could describe it, it's like it's like our crew. You know, it's like the you and Ruby crew. It's like you, you guys just don't like really hang out outside of that crew, but like you have it. You know, we can also cut this out if nobody's supposed to know about that, but like, that's like literally like what it is, you know? And I feel like everybody has that and should have that, you know, just a fucking like crew of people where you can just kind of bounce in and there's a call going on. Like if you don't have that, get one. And if you don't, if you don't find one, make one yourself and just fucking grab all of your favorite people and just throw them in there and see what happens.
0: Yeah, to the to the people who to the to the thought of like I don't know if anyone's supposed to know that like everyone's got that everyone's got like their their chums what they hang <coughs> out with.
1: Yeah, uh, exactly.
0: It's all sick. If you if you like One Piece, we can be friends.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: That, that's all it takes. That's all I care about. You got to just just like One Piece, and then we can hang out. <laughs>
1: it's just like hey, let's talk about One Piece. Yeah. What hey, episode are you on? A thousand and five. Okay, yeah, yeah. I remember when I was there. I think that's the most
0: <laughs> recent episode.
1: Are you serious? Yeah. Fuck. Okay, that was a joke. It just whatever. recently <laughs> crossed
0: over into a thousand. Look at oh me, I'm talking God. about One Piece on my podcast again. I can talk dude, about it whenever what? I want to. Hell oh yeah,
1: <laughs> dude! Fucking a.
0: No, uh, but like, just just on the on the topic of like trash being take, taking itself out. This was also the year that I, I beefed with Tanuki Katoon, and that was fucking hilarious. Oh, thank God, dude! Fuck
1: that guy, <laughs> 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 dude are we gonna talk about nfts <laughs> no we don't have enough time this 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 recording is two hours
0: and i'm gonna cut down at least a good portion of it but like it's it's yeah, like definitely. it's it's approaching two and a half hours so i'm gonna say with that note we've covered a lot of ground here we talked about a lot of the happenings of last year it was a little bit less art focused than i was sort of expecting but we we touched Me on too the, we touched on the big stuff that happened like you got to talk about your patreon and school and all that stuff uh anyone anyone who was following us at that point they all saw our stuff that we posted so like that's that's what you, yeah. you, they've they've caught your streams they've seen your scenes and now we've got uh
1: the the mimi creamy
0: dreams yeah uh <laughs> we've got a podcast full of asemic speech and stupid nonsense just yelling so uh <sighs> thank you so much for tuning in this has been subject high the only podcast on the internet with the guests who do, do- in do- 2022, 2022. Do- 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 check out Jamie Page's album Bittersweet. <laughs> <laughs> go 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 buy that on Bandcamp Friday so she gets more money. It was really important oh to me my last year.
1: God, Jesus, absolutely. Okay, so as long as we're shouting out musical artists, yeah, uh, do it. go stream go stream Porter Robinson Nurture.
0: Yeah, do it. <laughs> I love that album. That,
1: that album got me through shit last year, so I did you, not expect you got this Jamie to end. Page, I have Porter. Yeah, Fucking I did not Porter.
0: anticipate ending this with a with a shout out to musical artists, but uh yeah, porter, that's the... if you
1: somehow hear this i'm so sorry
0: <laughs> porter if you somehow hear this come on the show oh my god <laughs> we need guests <laughs> jesus no. fucking christ i've got i've got like uh, a full year's worth of people who are like hey are you still doing that podcast do you want to have guests on and i'm like yeah i'll call you whenever i get this episode edited and then a full year passed i flipped a calendar over oh uh,
1: my god yeah
0: no. uh this is now where the podcast is over bye